Uh-huh. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Music Lab podcast. My name is Dog, and I am here with my friends all the way from Sweden in Death and Vanilla. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Nice to be here. <laughs> Happy Easter, of course. Uh, how did we celebrate Easter yesterday? Well, just um, with family, getting together with parents or things like that. Yeah. Food. Candy. Food. And uh, a lot of candy. A lot of candy. <laughs> Cake. Yeah, things like that. Cake. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing nothing religious to it uh, uh, in our life, at least. So, so uh, yeah. I think the Swedish religion for, for Eastern is the candy. Yeah. We eat so much candy in Eastern. I don't know if the same with you, but that's yeah. candy everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Candy is a, is definitely a theme of Easter in America. <laughs> <laughs> so it has been almost a month now since we have been back from South by uh, in Austin, Texas. You guys were there. We got to see you at Hotel Vegas. Uh, it was just an absolute amazing show. So thank you for that. Talk mm -hmm. about your first experience in Austin and and playing the festival. Yeah, wow, well, uh, that was absolutely amazing experience for us. Um, we had a great time, and it was our first time, so we didn't know quite what to expect uh, to come over. And we did, uh, I think, yeah, quite a lot of shows in a few days, so it was intense. But we also had time to actually see a little bit of Austin and the festival and other bands. So yeah, it was an absolutely amazing experience for us. Yeah, we loved Austin as well. We were kind of kind of sad to go home, actually. It was, uh, we were enjoying mm -hmm. our stay. Uh, but we had a nice little Airbnb as well, which was really nice. So, so um, yeah. Yeah, we uh, the time. Yeah, we, we, we had a really good time um, at the festival and in Austin in general, yeah. Great city. Yeah. So, was there anything about Austin that reminded you of your hometown or of like a city that you've lived in in, in Sweden? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. But... No, no, it's, I mean, everything is bigger in America than in Sweden. That's, that's the like general thing we always say. Yeah. <laughs> like, it gets, even we had an electric thunderstorm. Uh, during the festival there was yes we did yeah. <laughs> the show almost didn't happen because yeah. of that but then it did so I, luckily enough and i was saying i've never seen a thunderstorm like that in sweden <laughs> yeah. and then we went home with the uber and he was saying well i give it a two and a half out of ten and i was like okay i don't know what i want to know what ten is then <laughs> because i thought it was quite impressive and massive yeah it was so yeah. It, yeah. it was. We we actually, you know, because we were waiting for you guys to play, and yeah, it just, I mean, it just from out of nowhere just started raining like cats and dogs, and then yeah, yeah lightning. I mean, it was just a beautiful like display. It was just, you know, we were sitting at a brewery, just yeah. looking at the sky, just being amazed by it, and then we got to see you guys an hour later be amazed. So it was a that was quite a Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we were we were inside a hotel room at the time when it started raining. So fortunately, we weren't outside in the backyard of Hotel Vegas. 
at that time. But yeah, we could see everything from uh, from from the hotel room, like a monsoon rain almost. Like a, and uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, let's talk about uh, the band the the band name itself, Death and Vanilla. It's a unique band name. W where did this come from, and who 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 created this? <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long. We we almost forget where it comes from. <laughs> yeah, I think you're the one best to explain it. Yeah, should I? Um, <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, well, I'm, there there are many. There are a few. There are a few different versions of of where it comes from, but the, mainly it was uh, based on on uh, two two rabbits, one black and one white, that was called Death and Vanilla, and uh, uh, pet rabbits, and uh, yeah, that's that's where the band name came from. Okay, so did you have a pet rabbit growing up? Yes. Yes, it was his. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay. Yeah. I, I did as well. I had a mini lop uh, growing up. We named him Eddie. Um, yeah. He lived for eight years. Yeah. Uh, they are very nice, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Except when they're in heat. I don't remember that at all, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then they try and hump your leg. Yeah. <laughs> so uh you guys have been with fire records now since 2015 um which is a, a long time you know to be with with anybody you know let alone a record company so talk about that relationship how, how have they you know worked with you how how have they kind of you know allowed you to grow you know do they kind of leave you alone when it comes to the recording process or you know talk about that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to say? No, yeah, yeah. No. We, yeah. I was going to say yes. I think I'm very patient. Because... Yeah. Yeah. We we have a good relationship with them. They're like you say. They're very they're very patient because we we don't release that many albums. I mean, there's usually space between the albums, like a couple of years, and um, um, uh, it feels like yeah, uh, they're used to that now. Like uh, it takes some time before we come up with something new and seems like it's fine uh they don't interfere with the creative side at all um like uh or or saying things like i mean we make the album and then we send it to them and uh, and we're saying here is the album uh and they're like okay cool uh, and they, they have some suggestions yeah. for singles yeah they they which should we release first as a single yeah they pick singles and uh and they might uh, have like uh, ideas about uh, like track order of the songs, things like that. But uh, otherwise, we're basically left alone. <laughs> <laughs> they they yeah. did have a saying. Yeah. And, uh, they did say this time, don't pick a long name for the album. Pick a short name. Yeah, please. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, because I don't know, they, maybe the band name is a little longer. It's good to have a shorter title. Yeah, the album know. titles are fairly long. On the other general. ones, yeah. 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 So it was a good suggestion. Yeah. I like it. Uh, they are always very supportive of, of us. So so we, we have, a, yeah, we're very happy with our, our relationship with them.
Yeah. I think we've grown together in the ways that we cooperate as well, because in the beginning, the first album, it was really a handover. It was like we didn't give them anything about the album in advance. It was on the delivery date. It was here it is <laughs> with album artwork and everything and name and titles and everything. Yeah. And going um, during the years now, it kind of evolves a little bit more that it's it's kind of fun to send off some a little bit things in advance and say, hey, we're working on this. This is where we're going. And they, we still feel that they don't say, oh, no, don't do that or do that. They don't do that. No, they are encouraging. Yeah, yeah. they're just yeah. encouraging. So yeah. I think we've uh, had a little bit more, um, trying to think how to say it in English, but uh, yeah, it, it's been from our side that we thought it was actually good to just have a little bit of just not letting years pass and then here's the album but we do send off uh, yep. some things along yep. the way some demo tapes or ideas we have and, and that's that's yeah we, we yeah, can we're kind good. of we're kind of used to working by ourselves uh and uh you know and you're kind of in in your bub own bubble kind of uh working on music or or we do the cover art as well by ourselves so so we tend to be not very, what's the word, like inviting to otherwise, to other people outside. We just do our thing and say, here it is, it's done. This is the way it should be. But I think for this album, uh, for the new album, we we were sending them demos quite well in advance and, uh, and they seemed excited about them. And we, we were sending them like, uh, cover art uh, like 10 different versions and they were like oh we should go with this one this is really nice and we were like okay yeah so so we with the uh, uh, yeah well it's good to have more opinions outside of our bubble I yeah think. yeah i think so yeah <laughs> we kind of noticed that, <laughs> like, Love that yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the album art because it is just amazing like like you so you you mentioned that you guys do it so yeah where does that inspiration come from for the particular album art for this new album? Talk about that. Well, uh, I do the album art, so so I I think um, it's basically it's basically just making like kind of collages. Uh, you have a, a blank canvas, so to speak, and just throw different pictures in it and see. Oh, this looks cool, or this works, or those two uh, figures go together or whatever <laughs> but the only thing we were saying before is that we didn't want it to look like the earlier albums uh, we wanted something that maybe went in a different direction i don't know if we ended up with that <laughs> in the in the end but i think uh it's a uh, it's a uh, it turned out really well and and this is out of maybe 10 suggestions that I sent to the label, they they immediately picked this one. And we did some modifications to it. And uh, uh, so, and then it became the, when they said, oh, we love this one, we were like, well, maybe that's the that's the one. And, um, and it became the album art from that point on, <laughs> kind of by, yeah. But inspiration wise, it's just, just basically it's a bit like we make the music we do little bits record 
try different things with with them and and just try to build songs from this, those little bits of sound that we record and it's the same thing here it's it's, it's quite minimal this time and but it's basically a collage but it's very minimal so it's just like throwing things into the picture and see what works uh your music represents the art yeah it, it makes perfect sense and you're seeing a lot of bands now um and i think you guys would be able to do this flawlessly where you they put together like a it's almost like the the music is a soundtrack for a film or like mm -hmm. a short set of videos or anything like that whereas music videos are specific to the song but when you do it as an entire album you know the vibe and, and the the mood that you guys set you know immediately with this new album you know you easily could to could put that to art you know what i mean or or to some sort of film have you guys done any soundtracks to any films or anything like that we've done uh, two live soundtracks to existing films so <laughs> the kind of where you uh just put your own music onto an older film and we've uh, done this live so once in lund here in sweden to vampire um vampire it's an old 30, 1932 uh, movie, almost silent movie. And then we did it also in uh, Spain at a festival uh, to the tenant. So, the Polanskis, yeah, the tenant. Yeah, mm -hmm. where we kind of muted all the, all the sound and then they project the film on the screen and we kind of do half improvised, half rehearsed sounds with that so yeah and, and that's i think mm. i think i'm speaking for us all saying mm. we love to do that it's yeah, really yeah, a yeah. really a nice a thing to set the mood for film that the mm. film has to take you in the right direction and it's just not about the, all about the music but you have to find something that suits the film so it's a lot of work for one live performance so yeah. it's good to have it recorded and even released yeah good yeah. document because yeah. you put a lot of work into it. yeah yeah the music mm -hmm. kind of complements the film correct you know that you're not trying to overtake it you're just trying to complement it and add to it yeah, yeah. so let's talk about then the because you kind of touched on it a little bit from the songwriting perspective of how you guys you know take sounds and then you know build songs out of that how, was that process the same as a two-piece compared to now being a three-piece or like talk about that transition from being a two-piece to a three-piece i think early uh, from the, the very very beginning i think we were doing and for the first album maybe we we were doing a lot of sampling as well like uh uh a lot of a lot of songs were based on on samples uh but i think from the second album which is to where the wild things are we weren't using samples anymore i think and uh, and if that but i i think we used samples as a means because there was only two of us and and it was it was a, a thing that suddenly we could have drums <laughs> you know from a sample or or and even drums and bass or something like that and so, i also think that we really like large large cool soundscapes that we liked ourselves that was a way of getting into that kind of producing sound as well to, that's a good starting point to see what 
what you have and what you like and put things together and that kind of so in the beginning i think that's like a learning point as well to mm. just do it that way and then you evolve from there because obviously uh it is tough to sample too much mm. <laughs> it's not a, it's not a yeah mm. the easiest way to really put out workers <laughs> yeah. So. yeah so so i think in, in a before this album was finished, uh, we were doing lots of jamming uh, in a way that we haven't really done before. We were playing uh, hours and hours of just improvising. We had drum machines and things like that. We were playing to that, and and um, uh, so so some of the songs that ended up on the album were actually born out of uh, us just jamming. Uh, um, endlessly for maybe I don't know for six oh, months or something, mm. uh, and uh, during COVID, yeah. So so that was uh, a way to, uh, and since we since we got like drum machines and Malayan was playing organ and she was playing bass on the organ because uh, there was like a bass section on the organ. So so we had a almost full band sound without within. The, among the three of us just playing so which we haven't really explored before so so that's a uh, that was a new thing for us to do uh, in that way at least mm. uh, usually we've always jammed but it's been more like ambient quiet slow moody things but this time we could do like up-tempo things and uh, because you know we just Speed up the drum again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's do it. Yeah, this is faster. Yeah. So, yeah. But we had a lot of fun with that, actually. Yeah. I think mm. also because we bought um, uh, what you say, um, the, the thing you record on the sound card. The sound card. Yeah. We did buy a bigger sound card so we could actually get more channels into uh, one recording. Before we only have two channels. Only two channels. This yeah. time we had four. Then now we have four channels. Yeah. So, so we can record our jams and actually uh, keep some of the sounds, yeah. sounds that we do. Mm. So we can put them into the songs as well. Yeah. It's kind of something as well. Yeah. It's something else. Helps. Yeah. <laughs> I think that is a big part of your sound in general, that that textured layers, that soundscape as you spoke of. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, with that being said, like, is it tough to try and match vocally that sometimes? Because I know on the new album, I feel like you you did that more than you have previously, where that wall of sound is also matched by a wall of vocals as well. Was that intentional or did that kind of just come organically? Um, I think you're right. It, uh, it is hard to get the vocals into the songs. Sometimes we've done so much with the songs already. I mean, many people are writing songs while doing the vocals and maybe guitar or piano at first and then put the layers on. We do all the layers first and then we put, put the vocals on at last. That's often the case. Yeah, so we have sometimes it's almost like there isn't space for the vocals. Mm. So she has to kind of fight her way uh, to to find her place within the, all the sounds because we they are already fully recorded uh, instrumental tracks. And and like you say, there is a lot of, there, there can be a lot of tracks 
and a lot of things recorded. So so sometimes there isn't that much space. Mm -hmm. But yeah. but I think this time we we thought about it yeah. because we've noticed on previous <clears throat> albums that sometimes it's like oh well well it's kind of crowded here already <laughs> I don't know where to yeah. to do something I mean I can do simple things above that but we kind of I think we had a thought that we wanted to put the vocals a little bit more forward so we can mm -hmm. we didn't want to have them really up in front so it's not important for us to have the vocals in front of everything mm -hmm. but uh yeah we did have a thought about that we need to leave some space for the vocals mm -hmm. so we brought in the vocals earlier at some point mm. uh, in the process yeah in the process yeah mm. so have yeah. you ever tried to write a song vocals first or lyrics first and then <laughs> well, we, we have actually and, and okay. the second track on the album called baby snakes is uh is actually a, a track which just started with uh, uh malen improvising vocals and playing a few chords on on the organ and and that became the song uh eventually mm. uh, so yeah that's a result direct result of that yeah. i think mm. mercury rising was uh, yeah mercury's rising yeah. too it because... was a bit like that yeah. yeah you know how that came came about mm -hmm. we were in the rehearsing space all three of us and magnus went outside to take I a took a break took yeah. a break take a yeah. phone call yeah. And he came back 10 minutes later and me and Anders, we just kind of started singing this melody and playing these chords and the bass line. And he was like, what's that? Yeah, we made a song. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we, kind of, yeah. we kind of did. Yeah. It went very, very quick. Yeah. So, you yeah. might have to do that every time, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Go out and then it hasn't happened since. <laughs> so, um, so yeah so getting back to like the songwriting process then so um you've self-produced all of your albums um that in and of itself is a huge huge undertaking talk about yeah. that you know and and just how that fits into then the final product well well i i think we we don't think that much about the producing because i don't know yeah like, like you like she said before, like we don't we don't sit down and write songs like uh, working out chords and melodies and things like that. It's usually we 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 record maybe a bit of bass or a bit of drum or guitar riff or whatever, and then we record something more that goes with that, and and then we it's like we 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 record sounds and we make songs out of them. Uh, we try to build from there and. Uh, uh, so that that is, is the production basically uh, and knowing where uh, yeah since since uh, knowing where where if something should be taken away from tracks or we need to add something else or something is missing we it's always uh, constantly all, all our, it's constantly changing because all our tracks or songs usually go through different stages where where you know in the beginning they sound like one thing and the the finished song is something different so it's just a it's really a process it's I a think process and producing is part of the process of songwriting for us yeah yeah it's, it's the same it's thing the only way yeah. we know how to write songs yeah, maybe yeah because yeah. the the 
the recording is the same as the writing as well it's, and producing it's the same thing it's all it all goes in the same uh it's the same yeah, yeah. and i think we're very also very um noggin, uh, careful yeah we're very careful from the beginning so if we put something on the recording we're not thinking that we're doing a demo we're really thinking that okay whatever we put in here is something that we want to have so <clears throat> make it right from the beginning we don't feel, feel like yeah just let put a little bit of guitars and put a little bit of drums and then we see and then we kind of find adjust no we're really like okay what's the guitar going to sound like what is the sound we want what is yeah. the so we're very careful bit about everything we put in from the beginning so yeah it's true it's it's uh because we when when a tr track is finished or when we think like oh this sounds great this is cool it's all about you know how it feels when and we hear it and it's not ready until we feel uh, what we need to feel and it's hard to, to know uh, how to get there <laughs> sometimes but it's all about like you hear the, the you record a few things and it's like wow this is great but another day you might record the same thing but uh, but it's just like oh, it didn't turn out well it doesn't sound like anything so it's um it has to be uh for us to continue working on something it has to be something that hits us uh from the beginning because uh, there is no melodies uh, for vocals or anything like that usually already in place uh it's like it's it's a bit like we're making beats uh like hip-hop producer like uh, uh you know you you're you we're doing loops and um the verse is one loop the, the chorus is another loop uh it's a bit like that and it has to you listen to the loop over and over again and it's like yeah this is good this is great like this you know <laughs> well we'll say that if we we have really to like it ourselves mm. because we can't like it who else would so we just go with our own gut feeling i think yeah. i feel that okay is this where it feels like um okay this is something this should be good and then if we don't give it much more thought of how to produce that then we know we're already there mm. when we have this feeling so i think it is funny how most bands that they feel like especially for the entire song that they have to fill the song with vocals and i like how you guys you know you'll you'll take a minute and a half to open a song with just a you know a, a musical intro which i think is great or you know you'll finish a song with a musical ending you know it doesn't have to have vocals you know and i think too many bands just feel like because they have a voice and you know or or the lead singer doesn't play an instrument so he have feels like he has to sing but like some of the yeah. songs have like those nice long musical interludes or just those introductions you know talk about yeah. that is that yeah. obviously something that's deliberate or like you yeah. said just kind of is, the, the the vocals only can fit certain where the music is, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's definitely like, uh, um, I mean, we, we, the songs are created as instrumentals from the beginning. So there's no, no thought like, okay, we need to do this, take the verse, you know, four times and then the, the chorus four times. And then the, you know, we just, we just, make it as as long as it you know we feel when when we are recording and 
and uh, sometimes we do cut a bit but sometimes it's just like yeah, this is great why 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 cut it away or why fade it or something like that because it's just it, it's nice i like you know <laughs> I, think I, also that, yeah, yeah. I think that we actually feel that the instruments that the melodies we put in the instruments they are equally uh as important as the vocal yeah, they, yeah they're equally important and equally they could be i mean some songs yeah the vocals are there and i always try to do vocals mm -hmm. important and to really be like the best they can be but uh, i mean the star of the song could be something totally else it's like and mm -hmm. it could be the guitar or it could be the moog i mean the soundscapes from the moogs yeah. it doesn't even have to be melody but uh we have one song that we haven't released yet and that's that we jammed mm. and we did uh so there was just like yeah you, you did something on the move that's kind of our, like noise throughout the whole song and mm. we thought oh that's so cool that has to be let's do a song about uh, on top of that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of, but have this as a central piece of the song yeah so yeah that's mm. something we're going to finish soon so let's talk about your equipment and everything that you guys your gear i mean when we saw it at, at south by i'm imagining oh my god you brought all of this from sweden like were you yeah. scared to death like in the travels of everything getting there and nothing being damaged like oh my gosh like that's a lot of money in that gear <laughs> yeah it is but <laughs> yeah sometimes yeah. we just yeah. say oh, oh. In, yeah, like when we were going on trips, like, why do we do this? <laughs> it's like so much things to carry. Yeah. But we, but, we've always been particular about the stuff that we mm -hmm. play. It's like, it's always been like, uh, uh, you know, because we love the sounds. And and you sometimes you can get a, a synth that plays like Mellotron-ish sounds, but it doesn't sound the same. Uh, and if you know how the... They sound they sound for real if you use the substitute uh, it, it might work sometimes but it's not it's not the same and it's mm. it's hard to imagine when you're playing it's all, it always feels like a compromise uh, you know the sound is compromised uh, like it, it sounds okay but it could be better <laughs> I think we just want to give the audience the people that come to the shows uh we just want to give them the best we can and sometimes we have to compromise we can't bring my my uh organ that i record on my mm. main organ weighs 30 kilos yeah. it doesn't go on a plane so obviously we can't bring that mm. but when we go by car to show we mostly we do mm. <laughs> because we try to give uh, the best experience with we know that sounds are in the instruments the right sounds are in the right instruments so mm. we kind of want to try to maintain that as much as we can live as well it's yeah. not always sometimes we have to do compromise yeah we do yeah we try to carry whatever we can yeah. so. <laughs> well, well we're probably on our maximum at the moment so yeah, yeah. we used to tour with a vibraphone yeah we, yeah we used to tour with a we've been doing like uk tour with uh, a big vibraphone, yeah. which had a, su such a big case that we had to rent a van just to, to fit it. That was a bit spinal tap for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that, that was a turning point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. could put people on top of the case and roll everyone yeah. into the van. Yeah. Well, <laughs> but, but the thing is that, that, when, that when you, the people who, 
usually react to that as well. It's like, wow, look at that instrument. Or, you know, it creates some kind of excitement for people as well. It's, you know, it's not the same as just someone standing with a laptop. Uh, uh, you know, you see the Apple logo on the back. It's, it's, there is a, because there's usually people at, when, at the shows that talk to us afterwards about gear. <laughs> so, so, you know, it, it, I don't know, pe people get excited by, 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 by seeing, you know, real instruments as well. And then they think, oh, this is going to be great, you know, because <laughs> uh, all the instruments are there. <laughs> it's not just a, a laptop. It's a throwback for the younger generation, right? <laughs> Gadgets yeah. and gizmos. And <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, guys, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for spending your afternoon because it's, uh, what, five o'clock your time, correct? Ooh, soon. Yeah, yeah. soon. Yeah. So, um, yeah. This has been great. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Um, best of luck on the road. I know you guys are touring summer summertime is pretty you guys are pretty busy right on saturday we go to to the uk yes for all mm, so next week we're in uk for yeah. a couple of yeah next couple of days yeah so Good. lots of pints yeah. and fish and chips right yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well ladies and gentlemen this is dog with the music lab podcast this is death and vanilla Thank you all so much for, uh, again, spending the afternoon with me. And uh, best of luck. Best of luck in the future. And uh, we'll chat again. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.